Hey everyone, Dave Lee here. What you're about to listen to is the very first recording of the Dave Lee Down Under podcast. This episode was originally recorded as a test pilot, which I've decided to release publicly following great feedback from my Patreon supporters. It may be a little raw, but I'm honing the craft and excited to see where I can take the show in the future. If you're a first-time listener, I believe that this is still a great place to start. Thanks for listening and for joining me on this brand new adventure, and of course, for all your continued support. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dave Lee Down Under podcast. I am, of course, your host, Dave Lee from... Well, from down under, I suppose. Oh, I'm very excited. This is the, um, what are we calling this, episode uh, episode zero? Zero. I think we're calling this episode zero today. Um, We're kicking off the new podcast. I'm very excited. This is something I've wanted to do for um, quite a while. This uh, one that we're recording here is um, not exactly... Um, I don't think we're really considering a part of the main series of episodes. That's why we're giving it episode it zero. It well, it depends on how it goes. <laughs> because this is uh, more so a test. It's like our pilot run, I guess, for this little show that we're going to be doing here. Um, and this one, of course, is going out exclusively to Patreon supporters to begin with. Um, and if it does go well, we will, we will send it wider. Um, this podcast we're hoping is going to be on all the podcast platforms and everything. I'm going to be working to get it on everything. I've got to figure out how to do that. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. That's so, your problem, not mine. That, well, that is my problem. So we'll be doing that, and of course there is going to be a visual element to this podcast as well, which you lovely patrons out there are watching, if you're watching this uh, as soon as this has gone live. I'm very excited. I'm very excited because I've wanted to do a podcast for a while. Um, it's actually something that, that um, even since like back when I had 100 subscribers, people were saying, do a podcast, do a podcast. That's a long time ago. It was a long, it was a long time ago. Probably four, <laughs> what, four years ago. I was yeah, uh, yeah, started yeah, the YouTube channel. Um, so people have been telling me to do a podcast for a while, but it's just never something that I thought, it just never felt like the right time to do it. But I kind of feel like finally, finally, it's, it's about the right time. We're at that stage where we've kind of peaked a little bit, we've built a decent community. I think it's finally time to do it. And uh, now, of course, my, my love in life has always been films, television, talking about films, talking about television. Um, but I've always liked the sound of my own voice as well. Oh, yes, he has. <laughs> I've always... Trust me. I, I've always been interested. It's just something about radio just always interested me as well. So I think this is like that natural progression of just trying to tick all the boxes of just everything. I think even as, when I was a kid, I remember just sitting by myself and just pretending I had a radio show called The Dave Lee Show, and it's a reality today. Um, of course, today, um, my guest to the, uh, to the right of me here is uh, a, a man that uh, all of you guys out there will know if you're regular subscribers of my YouTube channel, probably. Not so much. Well, the not so much the newer ones. Not the newer ones. The older some guys. Some of the older ones might. Guys have been here for a while. He used to appear in a lot of the older vlogs. I don't do vlogs really anymore, so he hasn't really no, had a chance to no, appear no, no. that often. Nothing um, that bothers me. It is, of course, a man that goes by the name of Old Mate Rick. G'day, guys. How are you? Hope everyone's well and keeping, you know, nice and clean and safe and healthy and happy and... All those sorts of things uh, in these weird times we're all living in at the, this point times. in time. And we will talk bizarre. about that. That will be... It's really bizarre. I think that's just sort of be the main bulk of what we're going to be talking about today, the effects that this whole weird pandemic thing has had on everything. No, exactly right. I mean, I didn't want to talk too much about it. I didn't want to bring the mood down. But I feel like it's had such an impact on on entertainment, pop culture. everything, oh, Just life in general. Just life really? in general. But we're, we're going to be talking about it a little bit. Now, of course, you will be asking, a lot of people, I, I used to get this question a lot, who's, who's, this, who's this old mate? Who's this old mate Rick that's hanging out with you all the time? It's my father, of course. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I help produce it, so. So he's, uh, he's here. No, no, we love to have him here. He does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. You don't see him, but he's always here. He's always doing shit. He's always in the, uh, in the comments, uh, monitoring the comments and stuff when we do live feeds. And so watch out. And watch out, guys. Watch out. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, um, I, did, I did just drop a swear word there. You guys probably don't hear me swear a lot, but this, I feel like we're free reign from, from the YouTube gods. Yeah, well, you know. Um, I've heard it a bit. 
just a little bit. So, if, so and I don't know where he gets it from. Either, well, me. yeah, let's not get into that. But I, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like we're just going to be fairly loose and fairly free. And this is going to be a place. I feel it's. Um, I feel like it's going to be a lot freer than the YouTube channel because we have so many restrictions over there. And there's a lot of stuff that I I'd like to talk about in regards to movies and and just entertainment. Well, the, the YouTube stuff. channel's more family friendly. Um, for YouTube family, family, isn't it? Like, I mean, exactly right. You've got to keep it clean and exactly right. But, the, but that's the yeah. thing, isn't it? We have this you whole. Don't know who's watching? We have this whole copper thing that's coming too, and now they're telling you not to be family friendly. Oh. <laughs> so it's this very thin line in the middle where I don't quite know what to do. But anyway, this is going to be a free, very loose place to be, and I, I hope it's okay. I hope you guys don't mind. Um, and look, it's also going to be just a, a place where I'm going to be able to talk about stuff that I don't usually talk about on the channel. Not necessarily don't usually talk about on the channel, but there's so much stuff I like to talk about. If it's just movies, entertainment, general well, sort of life stuff. Sort of give- the opportunity to expand on exactly right, and that's what it thoughts is. Thoughts and views and issues and stuff. Yeah, like that. and I feel like sometimes a lot of stuff doesn't get the hits, doesn't get the interest. I feel like there's going to be like that conduit to be able to just talk yeah. about that kind of stuff. That's right. Um, so what I want to touch on first, this is an interesting and thing, course, and of course it's about trying to you know involve watches and of course yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, well. it's going to be and, you know so it's, it's it's all about building that, that community and. It's going to be very open. We're Getting everybody build, involved. Hope we build a new community. Hope we build a new community and That's it right. just all feeds into the podcast, into the YouTube, all that kind of stuff. It's very exciting. It, I feel like we're starting from, from step one again. I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> so this, this first episode may be, may be a bit scratchy. It may be uh, not so polished. But and it's not going to be edited. You'll hear it warts and all. I'm not, I, don't, I don't want to do much <laughs> editing. So this is just going out as it is. Um, but it is. We're starting something new. And here's, here's something interesting that I want to talk about first. This came out, um, this was sort of the beginning of the pandemic when everything, really just after the first lockdown. Hang on, before, before you do that, you forgot, you forgot your, your line. Let's get, cut right into oh, it. Let's cut right into it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> At that, guys. Oh. Yeah. Oh, geez, there we go. We've got off to a bad start already, but we're going to cut right into this, guys. Are you excited? Are you excited? Thank you, guys. Okay. Cut it out. Cut it out. All right. So what I want to talk about first. Now, this kind of came out at the very beginning of the pandemic, sort of just after the first lockdown. Um, here in Melbourne, we, we live in Melbourne, and we're in our second lockdown at the moment. Hard lockdown this time. Very hard lockdown. We're not allowed to do anything. We've got a, a, our 8pm curfew coming up very soon, which means we're not allowed to leave the house. Can't leave. We can't leave within a five-kilometre radius of a house, all this crazy stuff. But the first lockdown was, um, well, we had the first lockdown, and then we started to reopen the, the, the state a little bit, and then we had to lock down again. But the, the very beginning of this, pod, uh, of this uh, lockdown... Um, the ABC. Now, this is um, not, not to be confused with the American ABC, the Disney-owned network. This is the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. So the ABC, I, I guess if you want to compare it to anything, it's the, the British BBC, British Broadcasting yeah, Corporation. Yeah, much, yeah. Uh, if you watch any of those like David Attenborough shows, if there's anything that's filmed here in Australia, usually they have an ABC unit going to it. So anyway, this is a, this is a, a body, a government-owned body, um, that's really supposed to be a supporter of the arts. And really supporting arts and entertainment locally. Um, and it is a network, but they have like their own production arm. And I, I, this is something that they launched. This is on a, um, I think it was like a, a sketch show that they did. Um, but then they also put it online and it sort of became like a little viral thing. Now, I understand this is a joke. This is their idea of comedy. But I'm not, just have a listen to this. This is something they launched at the beginning of, of the pandemic. When everyone's home with a lot of free time. Times. We know things are hard right now. You're stuck inside with nothing to do. You might be going out of your mind. Just wanting to do something. Anything. But now, more than ever. More than ever. More than ever. It's time to think about how your choices affect others. So please, please. Please. Don't start a podcast. Just don't do it. Don't do it. You might feel like it's a productive use of your time right now. You've All probably right. All right, already... guys, that's enough. That's enough. Uh, what do we make of this? Uh, I find it staggering. You know, it's a, as you said, it's a, um, it's a government, basically a government-run body that um, is supposed to be at the art, about the arts and mm-hmm. being free-spirited and free speech and all those sorts of things. And, and um, we get that it's supposed to be a joke, but... 
you know, some people are going to take take that seriously and and uh, and probably you know get really pissed with it. I suppose. I, I think I think it's very tone. It's tone deaf and it's very out of touch. Like oh, they're trying yeah, to be yeah. funny. They're trying to be funny. I get it. It's a joke. I don't take offense to this, but I think it's just so out of touch that it's like, again, as you said, it's a government body. They're supposed to be encouraging people. They're supposed to be encouraging younger people to get into the arts and to create art. And they go and launch something like this. Yeah. The wrong person listens to this. They get completely discouraged. Disheartened by it. You know, and then coming from my background, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a um, commercial photographer and, and um, you know, it's all about creativity and, and um, you know, um, being able to explore your cre- the creative side of yourself, and then they, you know, the ABC are supposed to be doing the same type of thing, like encouraging people to to be creative and to produce new content and all mm-hmm. these sorts of things. And they then they, you know, put something like that out. And okay, as we said, we know it's a we know it's a joke, but you know, it just it just flies in the face of what they're all about. Yeah, that's what I, I when I first saw it, I thought this is. Absolutely ridiculous. I actually got a, a, a tiff on Twitter. can't remember the name of the guy, but he was a guy that I think he works at the ABC somewhere, like a news – he made some quip about, oh, um, now that I'm locked down again, I have to be subjected to all these new podcasts or something. I think it's, I think it's crazy. Like this – I feel like this almost comes off, and it's probably not supposed to be this way, but I, to me it kind of comes off as they're maybe a little bit jealous that these younger people – or are coming out with new arts or, you know, older people who are experiencing the arts for the first time, creating their art and stuff, are now creating stuff on their own independently without... I mean, 10 years ago, you, if you wanted to get anything done in Australia, you had to go through the ABC. Yeah, exactly right. I pitched a program yeah. to the ABC 10 years ago, which which they knocked me back on. Um, but um, I just think I just think it's a very tone-deaf thing. I think it's very silly, but you know what? Oh, yeah, we're starting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I don't want this to be like a shots fired kind of thing straight off the bat. I'm not raging war with the ABC. I do appreciate them. I love what they're all about and stuff. But something like this is just so, so silly. So, 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 so silly. <sighs> well, they do a lot of great things. They ABC, do some amazing stuff. The ABC stuff. do a lot of great things, and they have mm-hmm. given a lot of people a lot of, a lot of um, uh, opportunity, I suppose, mm-hmm. in life. And it's just. Silly little things like that that you just think, oh, God, what are you doing? Exactly right. <laughs> but you know what? Let's move on. Let's move on with this. Um, the world is crazy, as we've been saying. And there are a lot of people starting podcasts. And I'm starting a podcast. So, um, But the funny thing is this was in planning before. This has been in planning for a while. Like I said, people have been asking me to do it for a while. And I've always wanted to do something like this. Um, so I think it's not so much that we're taking advantage of this situation. I mean, this has given us... Well, I don't know if it really has given us much more time. Because to Not me, really, because day by day, I feel like I'm doing the same thing anyway. I work from home. Exactly I'm working right. my videos all the time. I feel I feel quite fortunate. And uh, old mate Rick here is um, semi-retired too, so he's used yep. to tinkering around the house and sitting around and watching telly or being down in the garage doing stuff. So we've been quite fortunate that hasn't day day by day hasn't affected us too. No, much. it hasn't hasn't really affected what we do. No. Um, you know, the only the only difference to us is that it's you know, we can't go to JB every week. Exactly right. <laughs> and a lot of people a lot of people have been asking me, When are you doing when are you gonna do another vlog? Well I can't do a vlog when everything's shut down. Yeah, that's right. I get a lot of when are you gonna do the next J B hall? I, well, I, I miss them, I miss them. I miss them too. I miss going out. We haven't been to J B and like even done a haul for ages because no, it's been ages. Because everything is just locked down and it's just been a lot of online. A lot of online, online, uh, ordering online, getting it shipped in or, you know, order online and then you go into the store and you pick it up on an essential shopping trip, click and collect kind of thing, in and out, and then you go to do the supermarket shopping at the same place, whatever else. Uh, But this this, um, whole pandemic thing has had a huge hit Mm. on uh, on the entertainment industry and films in particular. Now, a lot of films have been pushed off, like big movies, a lot of huge movies that were supposed to come out this year that have either been pushed to next year or kind of later this year or pushed to next year. Just a few of the movies. Now, this is, again, stuff that I don't often touch on on the channel too much. Um, but we're going we're gonna to get right into the movie stuff here. Here's just a few movies that have been either pushed to the end of this year or have, have gone to next year. A Quiet Place 2, A Quiet Place Part 2, that was the first like major one that, um, that was supposed to come out like the week of the pandemic. 
and they put that off. That's I don't know if that's out later this year or they put that off like indefinitely. We actually had um, preview screening tickets to that. We were supposed yeah. to go and see that, yep. and uh, well, we couldn't. Um, Top Gun 2, Top Gun Maverick, um, uh, good friend of ours, is very, very disappointed. <laughs> Danny? Danny? Danny. He's very disappointed. that uh, This is a guy that doesn't, you, doesn't strike me as a guy that really watches a lot of movies. But Top Gun is like his favourite film ever, and he will watch this, he told me, like 10 times every year, and he was just like, yes, Top Gun 2 is coming out, he's like, I can't wait. <laughs> and then they were like, no, sorry, we, we're going to bring it out two months later. And then two months later, they're like, no, we're putting it off until an- another year, another year. So he's he's devastated at that. And me too, I love Top, we love Top Gun. That was a great uh, film. Yeah, uh, Wonder Woman, the new one, 19, no, Wonder Woman 1984, I believe that's called. That should have been out twice already by now, but that just keeps getting put, uh, put off. Bond, No Time to Die, Bond number 25 or 26, whatever that's called. Uh, Black Widow, that's a big one, the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe film, Black Widow. We're both looking forward to that. We love our Marvel films. Uh, Soul, which is a Pixar film. That is still apparently coming out this year, or have they? No, that is still apparently coming that looks, out. Uh, pretty good. Too, it right? looks amazing. It's really really excited to see that. So I think of course the animation's going to be beautiful. Oh yeah, it looks stunning. It looks stunning. That those neon colours. Like the uh, what was it, the Mexican one? Um, Coco. Coco. Yeah, beautiful. Like beautiful Coco, film. That was a I think. Film. Gorgeous. Stunning. Absolutely gorgeous. So that is, I think, still coming out this year in November. But I think that is still a little bit, um, Up in the air or a something. little bit. I, I think, yeah, I think it's still a bit too early to say whether these movies are going to be coming out. Um, Jungle Cruise is one that was supposed to be coming out like two weeks ago. They put that up. They've already put this one off. This was supposed to come out in twenty nineteen originally. It was dropped from the schedule. It was put into this year because they wanted it to be like a big summer film. It was supposed to come is out that, over Christmas. Is that the one based on the ride? Uh, based on the ride, yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson and right. um, Emily Blunt and Jack Whitehall. Um, this is like the one I'm most excited about. I'm so like it just looks Jack awesome. Model. It looks just like a really great like action adventure pulp film, like African Queen meets like Indiana a, Jones. Well, welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, well, oh man, it yeah. looks amazing. That was supposed to come out like the week of my birthday. It would have been amazing, and then no, they've they've dropped that again until next year, next July. Raya and the Last Dragon. This is the next Disney animated film that was supposed to come out this December. They put that off until mid next year, so that's taken a slot of I think one of the Pixar films that was supposed to come out next year. I haven't heard a lot about that one myself. They haven't really released a lot of it. It's supposed to be like a m- mythical, mystical sort of like based on um, sort of Asian like legends and stuff. There's like a a, a dragon and. Can't re- I keep getting it mixed up. There's another one coming out called Wish Dragon, which is a Sony oh, okay. Pictures thing. I keep getting them mixed up. But so, I built. Sorry, who's 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 in that one? Wish Raya. Oh, Raya. I can't. I I know Orcafina is in it, um, but we've got. Uh, I'm just gonna go on here. I can't remember the entire cast that's been announced for that one. Uh, we've got Orcafina uh, and Cassie Steele. I think they're the only two that they have announced so far. Um, Orcafina is fantastic. You would know her from she was in the uh, oh, reboot yeah, yeah, yeah. of yep, yep, um, yep, yep. the Oceans franchise, and she's done some really great like comedy stuff. She was a YouTuber. She 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 kicked her career off by doing mm. some silly little YouTube music video, and now she's in bloody films. Are you are you out there, Hollywood? Are you are you watching? <laughs> are you watching? No, I'm looking forward to Ryan the Last Dragon. It's going to be awesome. A uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife was supposed to come out. This is the new. This is the new reboot. This is like Ghostbusters three. Part two, so they've wiped the female version because that was like they kind of set the female version in a different uh, universe, and this new this new one is supposed to be set in the universe of the original two films, and they discover like the old Ecto one or the Ecto two. I'm not sure which one of these. They uh, it's got Paul Rudd in it, and he like discovers the. The, the car and, I don't know, becomes a Ghostbuster or something. That was supposed oh, to come out. That's why. They had, like, the Ghostbusters, um, uh, what do you call it, marathon on television not long ago. Oh, yeah, they, I yeah, figured that right. was, yeah, was supposed to lead up to. They obviously supposed to land there, wasn't it? It was supposed to land uh, a few weeks ago, like mid-July that was supposed to come out. So all these movies we should have had by now. And um, Fast and the Furious Volume 9, it was also supposed to come out. I'm not sure when, but that's one that I think... Maybe the end of the year. Maybe it should have been out already. I don't know. But we've lost so many big films. A few of these, as I said, have been put off supposedly until the end of this year. Do you think we're actually going to get these movies this year? I don't think we'll get. I don't think we'll get many of them at all. If if any, I'm I'm. The, um, you might get one or two probably December maybe. Mm-hmm. But 
I think they'll probably push them back a little a little further. I it depends. So I suppose it depends, particularly particularly here in Melbourne. I mean, being in a hard lockdown, we can't do anything or go anywhere or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't see cinemas being open for a while. I feel the same. But well, actually, that's the next thing we are going to talk about. But I feel like I just feel like I don't. I, don't, I feel like because cinemas are opening slowly, and we will talk about that. But I, I, I feel like. Not a lot of the studios are actually going to want to push these big films out when only like ten percent of the cinemas in the world yeah, are exactly open. Right. And yeah. I think a lot of the studios feel like, okay, well, let's put health over um, over the health uh, health, uh, health and profit. safety over, over money and stuff yeah. like that. You've, we've got a lot of movies going to uh, streaming platforms and stuff, which again we will touch on in a minute. Mulan is the big one. Mulan was the one I was so excited to see. We were like three days off seeing that because we had the pre- preview tickets to yeah. that. Um, and then um, they they put that off until um, – well, they put it off until I think the end of this year and then they decided to pull it. We'll, again, we'll talk about that later. But I don't feel like many, of, many if any, of these movies are coming out this year. Like I'd be very – I think you'll probably find uh, maybe a few of them – a couple of them will probably open in the U.S., I think Perhaps. they'll probably have a few opening up in the US, but here in Australia, I mean, who knows? Well, that's interesting. England, thing. maybe? England might England. open one or two of them. Maybe? Well, let's touch on this. Let's touch on this. Cinemas are opening around the world. Yeah. Um, right. Very, very slowly. Australian cinemas are open, apart from cinemas in Victoria, of course, <laughs> because we're in our hard <laughs> Nothing, lockdown. Nothing's open. Um, they were open for about two or three weeks. Um, I know a lot of people, um, a lot of but friends. But they're only down to, what, 20%? Something like about that. Twenty percent of it's something. It's something like every second row has to be empty. When you buy a ticket, it automatically um, cancels out the two tickets either side of you as well. So when you buy a ticket, you're essentially reserving okay. three. Yep. But I think if you're in a party, you can buy tickets next to each other, and then it just cancels out the, the tickets either, either, either end. end. Yeah. But then, yeah, I think each row, each second row, is supposed to be empty. So mm. I think that's pretty pretty clever. But do you think? Um, I don't, Look, so again, Australian cinemas are open, apart from Victoria. Um, American cinemas are slowly opening. There's opening in a few states, some of the states that don't have big um, spikes of this virus thing. Cinemas in the UK are opening. Um, I think I think cinemas in Ireland have opened um, or are slowly opening. Cinemas in England are set to open on the 21st of August, so that's like, what, next week? Next week or the week after? Um, yeah, next week. It's crazy, but the end of August already, I can't believe it. Do you think it's too early? Is it too early to be opening cinemas or do you think with these um, sort of um, <sighs> these precautions they're taking, is it is it okay? Uh, look, I, I, myself, I think it's probably a little early, um, uh, particularly particularly in places like the US and, um, and England and mm-hmm. and um, you know some other European countries and stuff that have got, that are, that are, you know, like I saw the other day that, 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 that France had... I think they had um, in twenty-four hour period over two and a half thousand positive positive tests. America, America were um, um, over uh, was it over a thousand mm-hmm. deaths a day for sixteen or seventeen days in a row. So mm. I mean, that tells that tells me that they're probably going a bit too early. I think so too. I think it needs to be needs to be sort of just taken a little bit slower mm. and. and you know, you, you get you understand that it's pretty difficult and hard for the economy and all those sorts of things. But if they don't take it a little easier, it'll be harder on the economy in the mm. long run, like it has been us here in yeah. in, in Victoria and in Melbourne in particular, yeah. where you know in Melbourne we've been in a pretty hard lockdown for for a few weeks. Most of the state, uh, regional Victoria, has been fairly open, but they they've you know been locked down as well. But particularly Melbourne and um, a couple of regions close to Melbourne, you know, in a really hard lockdown where we've got curfews and and only essential services are allowed to work, and you know, you're basically not allowed to leave home. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to exercise, it can be two people from the household can go and exercise, and only one person can go do the can go do the um, the, the, um, the grocery shopping and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I think you know other places around the world. Um, probably need to take it just a little bit easier mm. because in the long run, if yep. you've got to lock down a second time, as exactly we're experiencing right. here in Melbourne, the second lockdown is actually harder. a lot harder than the first I one. I think so. And it hurts the economy a lot more. Yeah. So, But, I, but you know, and to each their own, if, if they think that they're, they're right to open, well, 
you know, that's not for me to say. Yeah, really. well, exactly. but, but my opinion is I think they're going a bit early. I think so. I think it is early. I personally wouldn't want to go to the cinemas for a long time. I think you'd probably be the same. Um, yeah, probably. I'm not. I'm probably not as not as stringent on that as some. Um, but I think it's it's got to be it's got to be done properly when it mm. when it does happen. Exactly. Um, you know, there are days when I go do the shopping. You know, I go do the grocery shopping and I come home and I think, oh, that, just, that was just gross. dirty and yeah. it was gross and it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Other days I go out and I think, oh, that was fine. Yeah. You know, people were, were doing the right thing and behaving themselves and whatever. But, you know, so if, if it's done correctly and it's done gently and it's done, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, sensitive, sensitively. Um, you know, it, it's it's probably okay, but they've just got to, the timing sort of. Mm. I feel, well, a lot of people I know that I've been talking to on Twitter and 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 such um, have been going to cinemas, and a lot of the the reports that I've been getting from people is like, there's no one else in the theater. It's them and one other guy maybe down the front. Yeah. I mean, that's probably okay. Um, I just I personally just feel very weird about it. I feel very weird about them wanting to just open anything, really. I don't know. I'm just par- I'm paranoid. I've always been paranoid always, about it. Always, always been a bit of a germaphobe. Less so. I've never really been a germaphobe. But, yeah. th- but this is actually mm-hmm. maybe you sort of sit back and look and think, oh, maybe, you know, we do things a bit well, it's, a bit weird. It's so, it's so bad that, like I said this to you the other day, I will watch, I will watch a movie. And there was a movie we watched the other day where there was like a, a, a scene where they were in church I think watching a show, uh, Better Call Saul, there was this scene where they were in church or something, and I just felt just like, yeah, oh, right. why is everyone sitting so close to each other? Why are you there? It's just this, such this weird mental thing that I'm watching it on, watching this show that was filmed two or three years ago and feeling like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that. What are you doing? It's just, it's so weird. And just even seeing people talk to each other in a film or something, it just, it's this weird mental thing. Yeah. Um, but here's one studio and one filmmaker who have been pushing super-duper hard to get their film into cinemas. This is Warner Brothers and Christopher Nolan. uh, Christopher Nolan's new film, Tenet. Tenet. Um, Have you seen the trailer for Tenet? I'll play you a little. Um, um, I'll play you a little bit sure of the. Te- I'll, I'll tell you. I'll play you a little bit of the the, uh, the spot here. The the TV spot for tennis. This is where our worlds collide. All I have for you is a word. It'll open the right doors. Some of the wrong ones too. Tennis. You're not shooting the bullet. Use it carefully. You're catching it. There are people in the future who need us. Who need Tanit. That's the uh, the little TV spot for Tanit there. What do you think? It looks fabulous. I, I have actually seen that. Yeah, I have. And mm. and I thought when I saw that the first time, I thought, wow, it does look awesome. good. It looks really good. It very looks, inception. Looks like something special. Very inception. Very well. We love Christopher Nolan. Oh, yeah, he's exactly like my right. favorite. One of my favorite filmmakers at the moment. And I think this movie is going to be absolutely amazing. I know a lot of my friends um, have got tickets to go and see it. Um, there's been a bit of a backlash, though, because Warners and Nolan have been really pushing hard to get this uh, this film out. And there's been a bit of a backlash about why they're putting dollars uh, ahead of health and safety, especially when it comes to uh, people in the US, where there's just enormous spikes and stuff, and in Europe... Um, uh, the original release date for this film was July 12th, 2020. They moved it at the beginning of the pandemic. They moved it to July 30th. They went, you know what? We're going to push it. We're going to um, we're going to push the release of the film out just a little bit. A couple of weeks later, July 31st, 2020, it was moved to. And then a couple of months later, after all this backlash and stuff, they went, you know what? We're, we're going to we're going to move it again. We're going to move it to August 12th. And then it's kind of come to the beginning of this month, and they've gone it's probably still not a good idea to release this film. Yeah. So they, they dropped it from the release schedule indefinitely. And then only a few days later, they announced that they're doing like this rollout, this release rollout of the film. So it's been announced for an international release on the 26th of August, which is only a couple of weeks away with um, advanced screenings happening on the 22nd and the 23rd in select countries, including Australia. Um, so it is opening internationally, Australia. Not in Melbourne, though. 
Not in Melbourne. <laughs> Not in Melbourne. Um, damn it. Um, Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, South Korea, Russia and the UK are all going to be getting tenant on the uh, 26th of August. And then from September the 3rd, the film is going to roll out across the US. It's going to start in select cities and then just slowly open out throughout the city. Uh, throughout the country, rather. Um, the postponement of this film, they are estimating, has cost Warner Brothers two hundred to $400,000 just to keep putting off this film. I mean, they're probably going to... I don't know what the... the um the budget of this film was is probably huge. Um, so in the whole in the whole scheme of it, it's probably not enormous. But that's a lot of money just to push your release date out a couple of times like that. Um, so this movie, as I said, is opening here in Australia, other than Melbourne, um, like in a couple of weeks' time. And I know a few people who've got their tickets to it. I would love to see this. I would love to see it in the IMAX. And even if it did open in Melbourne, I feel like I probably wouldn't be rushing out to see it. This is something that I really just desperately want to see. But I feel like it's probably not something that I um I would I would rush out to see if it opened like say next week here in Victoria, like if it was allowed. Um I don't know, what about you? What do you think about this whole like rollout thing? Uh two hundred and five million budget. Estimated. It, Sorry, the million. budget the budget the budget for the for two, Oh for yeah, two hundred and five million dollars. Great. So that's two hundred to four hundred thousand is well, that's not a lot more drop in the ocean. Well they estimate that the, the budget to um to market a film is usually half uh half of the budget of the film itself. So, oh <laughs> so to two hundred to four hundred thousand dollars, probably a little back bit into of, marketing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably a bit of pocket change there, maybe. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, but that's a that's still a crazy amount of money just to keep putting the film off. Mm. So I don't know. What would you? Uh, what do you think about this whole rollout thing? Uh, it just goes back to what I said before about each to their own. If the if the countries think that they're they're mm-hmm. ready for it um, and it can be rolled out, well. You know, roll it out, but I think it's probably a bit early. Yeah, I think, I think so too. I think, you know, do it properly, just leave it and release it worldwide. Yeah. Well, do it at the same you time. know who is a bit annoyed that the movie's getting rolled out internationally? The Americans. Oh, really? They, oh, they are so, like, get on film Twitter. Film Twitter is a horrible place. I mean, it's so toxic, these people. What are, they, are they getting it after everybody else, are they? Yeah, or? well, yeah, because oh, yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah, getting it. As I said, yeah, yeah. The, the, the rollout is 26th of August internationally and then it starts rolling out in America from the 3rd of September. And um, American audiences are so annoyed that it's opening internationally so early than in America. I sort of get that, though. I get it, but how how but how long do you, do you remember? I mean, it's not so bad now that we usually get things day and date, but think back... To the, the 1990s, when you had to wait two months for Star Wars Episode One to hit cinemas here. Yeah, exactly right. It's crazy. And, and I sometimes feel like long, sometimes longer. You, you oh, yeah. Be, you know, we, oh. We, we would have to wait six months in some, yeah. some yep, cases. Yep, yep. I feel like this is finally our time to go, you know what? Just give us something. But, but Just you know, give us something special. But they, but they use, they, they, a lot of the big studios use places like New Zealand, for argument's oh, yeah. sake, as a testing ground. Mm-hmm. So they'll yeah. get it before everybody else. Yeah. In, in quite, quite. Quite a few instances, yeah. Um, and because it's such a small market, they're not going to burn a lot of mm. burn a lot of money, basically. Yeah. Um, so they'll use smaller markets like that, um, and getting it here in Australia is probably the next natural progression after yeah, that, I suppose. I'd but, say. Um, I know. think I think one of the big things has been that um, American viewers have been um, worried that the international audience would spoil it for them on Twitter or on the internet. And that is a big worry. And that's a big part of why they release things day and date now is because of the whole internet thing. I mean, uh, Avengers Endgame, the end of the film was leaked online before it opened really anywhere in the world. So that's, that's part of my reasoning for, for, for saying that I think it should be held off. Hold hold it off. I reckon. Released worldwide. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree that, yeah, with that, because I wouldn't, like, I had to shut off internet. Like, I was seeing Avengers Endgame on, like, release day. And I had, I, was, I had to shut off the internet for a whole day before I went and saw the movie because I didn't want to get spoiled. But I imagine, like, a couple of weeks or who, who knows how long. Like, I don't imagine it's going to be opening in New York in on September the 3rd. No way. Or, like, really maybe any time this year. Um, but I think it's a crazy time to be releasing such a huge movie like that. I mean, just just I think, as as great as it is to get it internationally first, in all seriousness, I think hold it off 
until everyone can see it at once, everyone can enjoy it together. Do what they did with The Matrix years ago, where they released it. They did like the, what was called like a zero-hour release, and they released it at the exact same, same time hour, everywhere yeah. around yeah. the world. So it was like 12 a.m. here in Australia, and it was 3 p.m. in the UK, and it was like you know, 10, 10 p.m., 10 a.m., whatever, over in the States. Like, do something like that, a big thing like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of studios, though, are... Um, playing it a lot safer, and they're dropping their movies on streaming platforms, particularly particularly ones that they that probably weren't going to do very well at cinemas. It's probably going to cost them a lot of money to keep holding it off. So movies like Greyhound, which was the Tom Hanks film, went straight to Apple, Apple TV. Yeah. We watched that one. That was quite a yep. good movie. Yeah, it was good. But I it's not that. one I would have actually gone to see at the cinemas. Uh, yeah, probably not. If we were given like, if, if we got like a, a ticket to go and see it for a preview, we would have gone and saw it. Saw yeah, it. but I wouldn't have spent but money on it. Not money, something probably we would have spent money on. Um, so um, I, I feel like these, again, these are films that probably weren't going to make a lot of money, not huge audience draws, and it's probably worth more for them to sell it. So I know Apple probably paid, paid a boatload to get Greyhound off their hands instead of, a, you know, the studio wasting money to keep putting the release off. Um, Disney has done it to a few of their films. Um, Artemis Fowl, uh, The One and Only Ivan, at the time of recording this, that one goes on next week, I think. Hamilton, they put on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so these are all ones that have gone like to streaming services for free, so you can watch them for free as long as you've got a... A, um, a, a subscription to the service. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff's going to video on demand as well. So we're talking about Trolls 2 from Universal uh, went directly to streaming. It was supposed to open in cinemas. They pulled it from cinemas, put it on streaming. Cinemas were not happy with Universal for doing this um, because Universal were very upfront about kind of saying, oh, look, look, you can get this video on demand. You can see it in your home. And the cinemas kind of took that as being like, oh, well, you're cutting us out. I'm like, well, like, what are you doing? You're cutting it. But like the the cinema, the cin- the relationship between the cinema and the studio, I mean, needs to needs to work um, for for these film releases. Well, that's, and stuff. that's a whole 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 other argument, is it? Uh, the in, the end of all this exactly right pandemic. Yeah. Um. So, but but like, I mean, this has got like again, Scoob, the new Scooby Doo movie went straight to uh, video on demand as well. It was supposed to open in cinemas. Video on demand. The new Bill and Ted film, Bill and, Bill and Ted Face the Music, the third Bill and Ted film, uh, United I, Artists. I feel that's going to be really bad. That's going to be I'm terrible. Really looking forward I can't to wait it. for it. Though. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't. I'm so excited. I should have had my Bill and, I've got the Bill and Ted pop vinyls. I should have had them out. Um, but I can't wait to see it. It's going to be terrible. But we'll be able to get that video on demand. Uh, so that's coming out uh, from United Artists, some video on demand. So I feel like... Um, I don't know, is, is the cinema landscape going to change after this? Are we going to see a lot more stuff going video on demand, on streaming? Or do you think the cinemas, like Universal and the cinemas in America, are in the... Or actually, I haven't kept up to date on it, so I won't say anything out of turn. But I know that um, I, they, they were tiffing and the cinemas were not happy with Universal. And it was almost like, we're going to just stop releasing your films altogether, sort of thing. Um, but do you think there's going to be... Do you think there's going to be a... a is this... I feel, I don't know. Do you think this is going to change the way that that films are released and we will. consume films? I think it will because you know people are people um, are now getting used to paying for subscriptions, mm-hmm. paying a monthly fee of you know ten, twelve bucks, whatever it is. Um, and I think you'll probably find that um, companies like Disney will will feed their smaller films yeah. to streaming services, mm-hmm. uh, and they'll only send big budget films mm-hmm. and they won't release everything to cinema. I mean they're starting to do that now anyway oh, exactly. before the before the pandemic. Yeah. But I think I think that's what they'll do. They'll they'll probably they'll probably um, you know keep releasing big budget films yeah. to to cinemas. Um, uh, but I think once it's had a short run at a cinema mm-hmm. and we're seeing that with a lot of film now where they'll have a a two-week or four-week run at a cinema in some cases. I think they're, they're, usually, they, they're usually booked for like a six-week run or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you'll probably find that they'll have a shorter run and as soon as it's finished, it'll then be put up on, on a streaming platform. Yeah, I and think I think so. that's how they'll, that's how they'll maximise their, their profits out of it all. Well, this is interesting. I went and saw – I saw a talk with Jeffrey Katzenberg. It must have been six years ago. Um, this is a guy that was like the head of um, production at Disney – 
during the Renaissance period, the, like the 80s, the 1990s. Uh, he then went on to form DreamWorks. So at the time he was um, sort of with, it was like they did like a, a DreamWorks exhibition and a bunch of talks and stuff at the uh, Australian Centre for the Moving Image um, here in Melbourne. I got to go and see him talk. And this is something I just remember that I wrote this down on my phone in case I ever needed to refer to it. Uh, this wasn't in my notes for today. This is, this is a quote from Jeffrey from this, from this interview um, that he gave. He said, 10 years from now, keep in mind this is like six years ago, 10 years from now, movies will come into movie theatres and they'll be exclusive in movie theatres. My guess is two weeks, a little bit, three weekends, something like that. You know, 15 days, 17 days, something like that. And then after that movie will be available everywhere to everyone on the planet and you'll pay for the movie based on the square inch. The bigger the screen, the more you pay for it. So if you watch it on a projection in your home, you'll pay $12.00. If you watch it on a 70-inch, 75-inch TV, you'll pay $6.95. You watch it on this, you'll pay $1.99, pointing to his phone. People will pay for this not based on windows of availability but on the size of the screen, meaning the quality of the presentation you'll see. This was six years ago. Yeah. Before streaming was even, before I even before, streaming before anyone started. even yeah. knew what streaming was. And I'm sitting there listening like, this is crazy. Like, how are they going to do this? How are they going to just funnel in a film straight to the... This is something the studios have been wanting to do for a very long time. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, when they found this window to jump yep. and go, this is our time to test this and it's about model. affordability too. Exactly right. You exactly know, I mean, right. if, you, if, you, if you take a, a family, like, you know, Two mm-hmm. adults and two children. What's it, what's it cost you to go to the cinema? Oh, Sixty bucks, more just, than a hundred bucks. Well, well 60, surely seventy plus, bucks just for your tickets. Oh to yeah, get in. yeah. Plus your, your popcorn and stuff. Exactly Again, we right. will talk about that in a second. We will talk about that in a second for sure. Um, but like, yeah, this was six years ago, and like I said, they've found their opportunity. Finally, have gone. Damn, let's do it. Let's let's, let's test right this model now. that yep. we've been talking about for ten years. This is finally exactly our chance right. to do it. And you know what? This is going to be. This is the way of the future. This is how things are going to happen. Movies yeah. are going to be going. More movies are going to be going to streaming. They'll have small windows at the cinema, and you'll have the option to maybe go and see it at the cinema or watch it on streaming. And Disney is playing with this property. This um, what do you want to call it? Uh, 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 this uh, this rollout. This 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 way of of releasing stuff. They're playing around with this with Mulan. This is a huge film. Yeah. And this is going straight to streaming. This is not your Artemis Fowl. This is not your one and only Ivan. This isn't Greyhound or Scooby-Doo. This is Mulan. Check this out. This is going straight to streaming. There have been many tales. Of a warrior. She... Protector. I'm Juan Mulan. Rated PG 13, March 27. Get tickets now. Huge movie. Mm. Enormous. Yeah. And this is going straight to stream, but the kicker right here is this is going to Disney Plus. The kicker with this is um, Disney are releasing this on a on a separate section of Disney Plus, it's going to be called like Premium Access or something like that. Um, and this is on top of your regular subscription. They're going to be charging you $30 US to watch the film. So this equates to probably about $45 Australian if you're Australian. This is a movie with an enormous budget. I know you've got it. I don't know if you've, you've got it up there, but the budget on this film, $200 million budget on this movie. It's huge. Um, this is a movie that was... Go- this absolutely would have made uh, at least a billion dollars at cinemas. They were banking on this, making a billion in China alone because it's a movie that they made very much in hand with the, with the Chinese film industry and the, uh, uh, just, you know, it was this big collaboration between Hollywood and the Chinese film industry and they're putting it straight on streaming. They're going to lose a lot of money by doing this but I think this is their way of, of testing it out. Uh, but y- you pay your $30 premium rental on top of your subscription, which is like $8 Australian a month. Uh, so say $8 Australian or $9, and then you're going to pay like $45 on top of it. But you actually do get to keep it in your Disney Plus as long as you stay subscribed to the service. Yeah, exactly. So this isn't like a one-time sort of a rental. You do actually get to keep the film, and you get to watch it as many times as you want, um, as long as you have Disney Plus. But there, they, there is also like a little thing in the descriptor on the website, if you read it, that says that it... Um, essentially inferred that it will go to Disney Plus for free 
after a small time period, after a little window there. Um, so what do you think about this? This like $30 premium rental. Is this too much? Is, uh, there's a well, lot of people who are saying that this is a lot of money to rent a film on a streaming service. But when you, th- when you think about it, you, if, you're, if you're paying, let's say it's 45 bucks Australian, mm-hmm. okay, if you're paying that, that's, that's what you would pay to go to the cinema, less mm-hmm. than. Yep. Now, if you and I <coughs> went to the cinema and we had to pay for tickets that we don't often do, which is yep. nice. <laughs> 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 it's a bit of privilege, we're yeah, lucky. Exactly. Um, so if we're paying 45 bucks, yep. I mean, what are, what are tickets worth here now? 20, well, I've actually, 26, well, I've got that 20, here. If you go to a major chain, so like a village or a... Um, a Hoyts or, or or any of those, it's twenty to twenty five dollars depending on the screen. Might be a bit a little bit cheaper um, if you're getting like a concession ticket. Um, discount tickets are usually around ten dollars. So if they do like the tight ass Tuesday thing, it's usually about ten bucks. You'll be paying forty two dollars for a gold class ticket. Um, if you go and see a movie on the IMAX, is thirty thirty to fifty dollars depending on what seat you choose. Um, I know I seeing a movie on the IMAX is a lot different than seeing a movie on your television at home. Um, but then you add snacks on top of that. You know, what do we usually pay for snacks? 30 or $40 just Something for like that, yeah. a popcorn, a couple of ice creams and some drinks. I mean, you're looking at over 100 or $200 for a fa- Like if you're talking about like a bigger family, three yep. or four kids, mum and dad going to see the movie, you're paying a lot of money. That's right. So if you're only, so that's what I'm saying. If, you, if you're paying 45 bucks, mm-hmm. you're basically paying for two adult tickets. Yeah. Now, if you happen to have... Two kids or three kids or four or, you know, like Mel Gibson, nine. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, it's cheap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, not everybody's got a, you know. A big, big screen television. Three media screen they can watch stuff on. But yeah. most people have got at least a 65-inch, oh, yeah. 55 to 65-inch mm. plasma, no, sorry, L, L- plasma, LCD. that's showing my age, isn't yeah. it? Um, LCD screen, mm-hmm. LED screen. And... You know, if you were to take the kids, as you said, it's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. So you're paying forty five bucks for it, mm-hmm. and you can, and if you, and if you enjoy it, and the kids enjoy it, they can watch it as many times as they like. Absolutely. And I reckon I, this is going to be. I, I'm hoping this is going to be a great film. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and I think this is something that people will watch over and over again. One of the things that I saw people are sort of, I guess, uh, complaining about, or the issue that they raised was that it's going to be too expensive to keep renting movies on streaming service. It's going to be too expensive for them to keep to keep buying these movies on stream. But I feel like that's no different to going to the movies every that's weekend. Right. Is it and the same people that, that go to the cinema? If well, it's the yeah. same people that go to the cinema, I don't know what they're complaining, what exactly. they're I don't, I don't complaining get about because they're paying more to go to the cinema, mm-hmm. plus you put on top of the, the cost of tickets and, yep. and snacks and whatever. Yep. You've got to get there. You've got to spend the time to get to the mm-hmm. cinema. You've got to spend, you know... Pet, money on petrol to yeah. get there, all those sorts of unseen costs, I mm-hmm. suppose, that we don't really take into consideration. Exactly right. Or you probably go out, you get lunch, or you get dinner or something. That's as right. Well. Yeah. So that's a lot of money to go to the cinemas, and I saw a lot of people sort of um, just saying, "Yeah, it's just that idea of paying to rent a movie." I saw people. Com- I've seen a lot of people complaining. If I'm paying that kind of money to see a movie, I want a copy of the DVD. I want a copy of the 4K disc to go with it. But you don't get that if you go to the cinema. That's one and done. You don't have the right to then own the movie on on Blu-ray or 4K. That's right. If you want that movie on Blu-ray or 4K, you go out and you buy the second. You pay for that movie a second time. That's right. To to buy and to watch. You don't get that. You don't go to the cinema and they go, well, here's a, go into your screen on the left here and here's a copy of the movie on 4K disc. As well, yeah. you don't get that. No. Um, and I feel like people saying that keep oh. I have to keep paying money to rent movies. Like, why do I have to keep money to rent? Uh, pay money to rent movies. Think back 15 years ago. We were going to the video store to rent movies every weekend before streaming. Like, how do you, like how we, like we did not have a streaming service that was just loaded with hundreds of free films. You pay your eight no, bucks a right. month, and you got hundreds of free movies, like almost unlimited, like more stuff than you would ever watch in a month, in a year, in your yeah, lifetime right. on these streaming yep. services. Yet we would go before these days. You would go to the video store and, and you would buster. rent to the blockbuster. <laughs> oh, I can still smell it. I can still smell the blockbuster. You would go. You would rent your two overnighters, or you get like two nights on them, and you had to return them, or you get your five weekly. I don't know. I can't remember. I was young. How much were you paying for to rent films oh, at Blockbuster? Geez, you asked me to remember that far back. Really <laughs> remember last week? A while ago. Um, I don't know. I think it was. I think it was something like. Uh, five bucks an overnight film, mm-hmm. 
and 10, 10 bucks for five weeklies or something mm. or something like that. So you go you go there, you're spending probably Spend 20, 20 or 30 bucks. 20 bucks because you buy an overnight an mm-hmm. overnighter, but usually you would have it for two nights. Yeah. Um, so you'd watch one on a Friday night and one on a Saturday night, yeah. and then you'd have your weeklies. Yeah, that's for sure. And I think I just think we're in this society now where people are so used to getting everything, not for free, but getting, well, essentially for free. I mean, people think, okay, I pay my $9 a month, but then I'm getting all these free movies. And people are used to getting their free movies, and now we're going back 15 years where you have to pay for your movies. People, uh, this society is now going, hang on a minute, that doesn't, doesn't compute. But really, I think, it's, I think it's completely reasonable. And a lot of people were saying, well, $30 might be a bit too high for Mulan. Uh, well, I don't know, again, because you get to keep the film. And I feel like what Disney are doing is they're going, we're going to put it up for a really high price. We're going to call it premium. We're going to distinguish it from something like Artemis Fowl, which was the worst film they've ever made. It was awful. That went on there for free. It was a cheap, disposable film. It was not going to do any money at the cinemas. Throw it on Disney Plus for free for you to just watch whenever you want. Don't have to pay anything extra. This is Mulan. This is a huge movie that was going to make billion, like at least a billion dollars at the cinemas. Oh, They're going, sure. we're, not, we're not making this. We're not cheapening the film. This is still a premium product. They are selling you a premium product to watch an enormous $200 million budgeted film. And this is their way of not cheaping the film, I think. I think that's totally reasonable. Oh, I think I think it's more than reasonable. And like so many people put more blood, sweat and tears into making this film. Yeah. It's an enormous movie. Hundreds of people. Hundreds of hundreds people. Of and I mean I like we have thousands of, we have a five and a half thousand film collection on on Blu ray, D V D. We have paid for a very vast majority of them. Apart from, you know, some that I get sent in to me from distributors to review. That's probably like three to five percent of, of our films if that much you know and we we like to pay for movies because it, it supports it not only supports the film but it supports all the people that were involved in making the movie as well and i think this is a huge movie it's one we've all been looking forward to it's one i'm especially this is a one other than jungle cruise this is one that i was so devastated to just have to not see like again we're three days away from seeing it i think it's perfectly reasonable for a movie like this. More than more than reasonable, I think. I think. And more like if this becomes a regular thing, I think once the world reopens, cinemas aren't going anywhere. Cinemas are not going anywhere. Cinema there will always be place for a cinema. And it might be at the point where you choose you can go and see Mulan in the theatre or you can watch it on home. You have the choice. And I think this is a good way for them to test that out. I mean we we can't deny the inevitable. It's gonna happen. I again I've known for six years that this is gonna happen because I heard Jeffrey Katzenberg talking about it um way back and I just think we're just going to roll with it. That's the way things are going to go exactly in the future. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't have an issue with it. I think, as you said, it's a premium product. Don't cheapen it. Um, as soon as they start discounting stuff, well, then it cheapens it. Yeah. Um, so I think. I think uh, that thirty bucks US or forty five Australian, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Um, I think it's more than reasonable. Mm-hmm. And as I said, if you've got if you've got a family and the kids enjoyed it, they can sit and they can watch it every day. Yeah. Sure. You know, if you, if you only subscribe for that one month, mm-hmm. you pay your, you know, what is it, eight bucks Australian mm-hmm. plus your thirty or forty, forty-five yep. bucks. So it'll cost you fifty, fifty, sixty bucks. Yeah. Um, to watch it for that month, well, the kids can watch it every day yep. for that month if they want. Reasonable, I think it's yeah. reasonable, and I will pay it. I don't know if I'm going to get like a streamer of it. I've, I'm lucky enough, again, privileged enough to be able to be on the Disney media list, the Disney Plus media list, get early screeners. I don't think they're going to be giving this one to. I don't know. I don't know if they are. I've been talking to Disney. They don't even know yet. Um, so we'll find out. But if I have to pay the thirty bucks, I will happily pay the thirty dollars. I just want to see Mulan. I want to see something new and exciting. Yeah. That's not Artemis Fowl or Greyhound or something like that. And I think I think you might find that a lot of people will pay the money because I they're so starved. Exactly They've been starved right. of new content. Of like good new content. Yeah. Exactly. Like I've been watching. We'll do this very quickly because I think we're we're running very low on time here. Um, I just want I want to keep this like a nice truncated sort of like hour long show. I don't want to you know piss on Blow for too much. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I feel like um, 
the movies I've been watching recently, I get up in the morning early before I work, 6.30, 7am, 7.30am some mornings, 8am some mornings. I try and get up as early as I can. I put a movie on and I'm watching old stuff at the moment. I've been on a Kevin Costner kick recently. <laughs> I've, re- I've watched Bodyguard, The Postman, Dances with Wolves, Robin Hood, Waterworld I watched this morning. This morning yeah. I've scraped the bottom of the barrel with Waterworld, which I actually thought was okay. I've watched all the Dirty Harry movies for the first time. Um, I watched a bunch of other Clint Eastwood films as well. I finally found the time to catch up on Steven Spielberg movies. Empire of the Sun, Jewel, Sugarland Express, Always, Amistad, War Horse, 1941. These are all the Spielberg movies I'd neglected over the years, and I've, I'm now proud to say, well, I was proud to say, yes, I've finally watched every single Spielberg movie ever, and then no, I remembered, and then I remembered we missed one, which is Tintin, which we do have, and we might watch that tonight, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Sounds like it'll be a bit fun. I've been watching a lot of stuff. The Mad Max films I finally watched. Um, Harry Brown was great. We both watched that together. Michael Caine. Yeah, yeah. The old bloke, of course. That was a lot of fun. Devil's Advocate. um, uh, 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 Al Pacino and uh, Keanu Reeves. A lot of fun. Um, And Sliding Doors. I'm a sucker for a rom-com. I just love a a good rom-com. And um, this is one I've been wanting to see for years. Been out on Blu-ray. I finally got it for cheap on Blu-ray. I waited two months for it to arrive from the UK because Post has been absolutely (laughs) shot at the moment. Um, But I finally arrived. I loved it. I thought it was great. It instantly entered, like, my favourite, like, one of my favourite rom-coms ever alongside Notting Hill, Love Actually, when Harry met Sally, oh, I love them all. That was, I thought that was great. Oh, we've watched stuff like uh, Doctor Sleep, Ford v Ferrari, Knives Out, all brilliant movies. Yep. I thought a lot of fun. Yep, loved them. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. So yeah, people are starved. Like I said, well, I'm going back. I'm watching 30, 40 year old movies, twenty year old movies. But people are just going to be very happy to get something new for a change, yeah, exactly especially right. for people like us who can't go to a cinema and go and see Tenet next weekend. That's right. So, um, look, we've got some subscriber questions. I can't take all of them um, because, again, we're running short on time. Um, we've got one here uh, from Malachi Lauenhagen. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I probably haven't, probably knowing my not. track record with pronouncing. Uh, well, you're giving names. that a go, not me, because I've really <laughs> stuffed Malachi that. Malachi Lauenhagen. I hope that's how you pronounce it. Apologies if it's Lohenhagen, not. Lauenhagen, maybe. Lauenhagen, maybe. Uh, do you miss having a channel that was just about Disney, back when your channel name was Disney Dave? When I first launched my channel, it was Disney Dave Down Under. Um, I rebranded because I wanted to expand and do other things. So, no, I don't I don't um, miss having a channel that was just about Disney because um, I like expanding. I like being able to open my options, do other things. I've had a lot of success doing like stuff on Looney Tunes, Warner Brothers Animation, even more success than I've ever had doing yep. Disney stuff. So, no, I don't regret my decision to, um, to, to rebrand. And, again, this podcast is all part of doing new things and experimenting and just having a lot of fun, doing new things and opening the horizons. Move on to the next question. Uh, the next question, yeah. Isabella Dunham. Uh, Isabella Dunham asks, how, how did you get started? How did you get started? Why did you start this channel? That's a long answer. I'm going to give you the, the too long didn't read answer, which is I've always loved making stuff, films, sto- telling stories, everything, and this is just my way of being able to do that. I've tried numerous things in the past that never really took off, and I found some sort of minor success here on YouTube that is just growing and growing, and this podcast is all part of it. Very excited. This uh, next one, uh, Simon, Simon, pardon me, Simon, Simon, Simon Peter Hughes. To your knowledge, are you any relationship to? Uh, are you any relation to Christopher Lee? No, no, we are not. <laughs> uh, not at Absolutely all. Absolutely not. Uh, Roblox <laughs> Adventures. Honest thoughts on Disney Plus. I think it's been a little bit um, lacklustre so far. Um, it started out, there was very, very little content on there, um, and now they're starting to roll out a lot more stuff, giving us more options, stuff like Mulan and stuff. I'm kind of changing my thoughts on it a little bit, maybe. I think maybe it's getting better. How about you? Watch some of the Disney Plus stuff. Um, stuff like the the, uh, the Imagineer story. You watched that documentary. Yeah, it was some fantastic. Of the, some of the documentaries were fantastic. They've been really great. That's really my good, really good that's content. my favourite stuff that's been yeah. on there so far. The documentary stuff, amazing. That documentary on Frozen 2. You didn't really yeah, want to watch no, that. No, it was but fabulous. Amazing. Fabulous. Like the, one of the best documentaries I've ever seen on yeah. Disney Animation ever. Absolutely fantastic. Um, we got one more question here as Eliza, well. Eliza Bryan or Breen. Uh, animations. Uh, what are your thoughts on how cartoons have changed over the years? Oh, it's another long, another long, long question answer. to get in here. A long one. Um, you're you're a guy who is, who grew up in the '60s watching the old Looney Tunes and stuff, and uh, stuff like Dick Tracy Dick and Tracy Rocky and Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle and Casper the Ghost and all that stuff. Very quick snapshot thought. You've been alive through this whole puber. Animation has kind of expanded. 
how do you feel animation's gone in your lifetime? Um, animations has not gotten any better. The uh, the, the 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 from the um, the original animations uh, cartoons from say you know forties, fifties, sixties, you cannot beat them. Uh-uh. But what has what has gotten better has has been has been the computer animated stuff. Yeah, and that all started with with you know with um, you know what I still regard as the best animated film of all time is Toy too. Story. Me too, yeah. And I yeah. and I still judge every every new animated film. To back to that, mm-hmm. and how it how it how it um, relates back to that, and how how it compares to that. I suppose absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but but I think I think that the 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 just the uh, the evolving of it from you know the animation of the tw- you know thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. I think that was the best the best time. Mm, amazing it's, stuff. There was amazing original amazing. content, mm-hmm. and I just feel a lot of the a lot of the content now these days is. It's just rehashed. Oh yeah, for sure. But done in a different way, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I'm old school. I love the old stuff. I'm the same, and you know it. My yeah, evolution mate. series. If you haven't checked it out, talking about old school cartoons, all that kind of stuff. But you know what? Unfortunately, that's all we have time, time. for. There was a few other things we wanted to get to, but we have run out of time here today. But thank you so much for listening. It's been awesome. I've had fun. I hope you've had fun. It's been fantastic. Um, yeah, very excited. Um, look, we are going to do, I don't know whether it's going to be a weekly thing, a fortnightly thing. I don't know when we're going to record the next episode, um, but we're going to try and make it really regular. It's going to be a regular show. As I said, it's going to be on all the podcasting um, platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever else. I'm going to research it all. Um, and of course, you can find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under. If you are, you've somehow stumbled across this crazy podcast, you want to check out more stuff. I do a lot of uh, editorial videos and stuff on movies and animation, all that stuff. Uh, Dave Lee Down Under. You can find me on Twitter as well and Instagram at Dave Lee Dun Under. So it's like down under without the with, without uh, a lot of the uh, the vowels in there. So just search just search safely down under. I'll pop up. Um, the video version of this podcast will be loaded onto YouTube every week as well for you guys to view. I'm still kind of working out a proper release schedule for that. Um, it, most likely, the video version will go out to Patreon supporters for a, for a, like a limited window before it then goes out to um, my general subscribers and all that. Um, but we'll figure all that out again. We're workshopping everything, and I feel like. Um, I feel like we've done okay today, and I feel like this uh, is probably going to go yeah, out. I think it, I, I think it, I think it, it uh, flowed pretty well. It flowed all right. So, better than I was expecting. So, thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, me too, to be honest. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, guys. But if that, look, guys, we're going to go. Stay safe. Stay safe. T- stay at home if you can, if you have to, if you're one of those places. Take it easy, guys. We'll see you. We'll see you on the next one. See ya.